Whenever I tell her to come, she come. Whenever it's smoke, we ain't running. Drip too hard, don't stand too close. You gon' fuck around and drown. Off this way, doing all these shows. I've been on the road, I don't care where I go, long as I get paid. Bad little fire, she been on my mind. Soon as I get back, she can shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your girl, Asia Abstin. We are on episode 19, and I am so excited to be here with you guys. That was my new favorite record, Drip Too Hard, Lil Baby, and Gunna. I have no idea who these young ratchet-ass kids are, but they continue to put out music that gets me through the gym. So I am a fan uh, I don't know if you guys know who Lil Baby is, but I have like three of his mixtapes at this point and I've listened to them all on repeat on Stairmaster and they get me through, okay? So I am a fan. I will link this song, like I link every song in the podcast notes for you guys just in case you want some good old trap music to get you through in the gym as well. Um, anyway, though, welcome back, friends. I have missed you guys per usual, and um, there's a lot on my mind, as always. So let's just jump right into it. Um, this month, I have been thinking about, you know, my favorite time of the year. I think this is other people's favorite time of the year as well, because everyone's in good spirits and good vibes, and there's so many things happening. And no, I am not talking about the holiday season. I am talking about cuffing season. And uh, for anybody that does not know what cuffing season is, cuffing season is that magical time of year when the temperatures drop and you want to stay in the house and you want to stay in the house with a boo thing. And uh, what could be better than cuffing someone for the sole purpose of keeping you warm through those cold winter nights? Uh, Meanwhile, I live in Miami So cold winter nights might be, you know, I might be reaching a little bit. I might be exaggerating. But for other people around the world and around the country, there are cold winter nights. I'm from Chicago, so I, you know, I know what time it is. But I'm just going to go ahead and take advantage and use cuffing season for myself, even though it's never cold here. It's wild timing, too, because literally yesterday, Miami hit 89 degrees. It is October, late October, and it was a record high for us. So it felt like, you know, the little icon on your weather app, and it'll say feels like. So the feels like temp was literally 98. And I'm over here talking about baying up for the winter because it's cold. But, you know, whatever. A girl's got to do what she's got to do. And if I've got to use an excuse to do it, you know, whatever. I'm going to stand in my truth. So cuffing season, um, I don't know who, where this originated from, honestly, I should look into that, but I know when it is and what you need to do to survive this cuffing season. So this does not apply to you, um, couples and husbands and wives that are paired up. Forget y'all. Y'all got cuffing season 24 seven. The rest of us as single folks Look forward to this every year, and I want to help you guys survive the season, so listen up, okay? So um, in most states where it's super cold, cuffing season starts October 1st, but um, as the unofficial mayor of Miami, I am going to declare that we push cuffing season start back to like Halloween weekend because, you know, sometimes you want to do a couple's costume. 
And as a single person, that's not the move. So who is going to be, you know, in the puppy costume if I dress like Cruella? This is why we have to recruit somebody for cuffing season. So I think we're going to start, like it's preseason right now. So during preseason, you know, this is when you kind of weed out whoever you had left over from those summer flings that's dead and gone later. Um, you are ineligible for cuffing season. If you were my summer fling and you are listening to this, don't text me. Um, you know what the play is. Let's just, I mean, maybe catch me next summer. I doubt it. But uh, no, you will not be recruited. So just use this as your walking papers. Um, preseason is the time to cut the summer fling all the way off just in case it's still around because you want something new for the winter. Um, this is the time to maybe answer the 422 missed notifications in your Tinder profile. Um, the 89 DM request that you consistently ignore. This would be a good time. I mean, those aren't my numbers. I'm making those numbers up. I think, um, I'm going to say that I'm making those numbers up, but I know that a lot of us do have those unanswered requests. Um, if you are a Tinderella like myself or, um, you know, those DMs do boom occasionally. This is a good time to just run through those really quick, see who's a good option. I mean, and the best options for cuffing season, the best way to choose your partner for cuffing season um, is location, 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 honestly. And I can say this part from personal experience because I'm a professional at dating people that don't live in the same fucking hemisphere as me so that does not work for a cuff-in season for cuff-in season boot thing needs to be in like a 20 minute drive max the closer the better honestly because when it's netflix and chill i mean who has the time ain't nobody happened on a plane i don't want to be crossing um county lines this is not the time for that you can do all that in the summer and for cuff-in season boot thing needs to be close by like 20 minutes is like the max that's going to work for me. Hell, if he lives, you know, walking distance, that is a one. Maybe like the Uber ride shouldn't cost more than $10 for anybody involved. So that is parameter number one for the location ASAP. Um, Bay has to have a really cozy place. You need to feel super comfortable over there. I mean, I don't date men with like roommates and shit. I don't know nothing about that. But if you're, you know, if that's what floats your boat, I don't think that this can work for cuffing season because I'm trying to be on the couch in a t-shirt and panties like on super chill, hair in a bun vibes. I don't know that you could do that with the bros coming through left and right. Same thing goes for girls. Like guys, we're not dating anybody with roommate anymore. Like them days are beyond us. Let's all grow up. Um, so I don't think that that's going to work for this particular occasion. Let's see. What else is essential for picking a cuffing season? Oh, pfft, obviously the dope fucking cable package. I know a lot of people like pull the plug and they don't watch cable, whatever. I ain't that person. I am paying Comcast $499 a week for this high-ass Xfinity package. But you know what? I'm cool with that. I'm a TV person. I don't want to Hulu nothing. I don't want to Netflix anything. I'm not interested in your Amazon Fire Stick. That ain't the Fire Stick I came over here for. Okay. So mm, hard pass on those that don't have 
premium cable because I want to watch all the shows on demand and they better be on a 50 inch because we cannot sit here on your laptop. That's not that's not cute like for cuffing season for long term. I mean, maybe for a movie, but like in real life, nah, dog, that's not the move. Um, preferably, ah, stuttering, preferably, um, boot thing has like a sectional and I'm getting really specific here because these are things that are important. I would not be Asia if I did not give you like my full lifetime of advice for the best cuffing season bay so now that we've got like the super simple essentials on deck for the cuffing season bay you got to get the timeline together so for us here in Miami we're gonna rock with like Halloween weekend that should be the kickoff for you and boo to get it popping um those that live in colder places have already rocked this out the preseason is over and you are deep into regular season I want to say that by Thanksgiving, that should be the day that you you make your trades. Like, okay, we've given it three and a half weeks. If this ain't the vibe, you got to go. At post-Thanksgiving, if the person that you partnered up with is not working for you, it's a wrap. Cut them off. Because the grand dom of cuffing season is like, obviously, Christmas. And this is not your boyfriend or girlfriend most of the time. So I don't know if you guys are going to be like taking them to the family occasions. But if you are, this is the time that things need to be solidified. That's why the partner swap has to go down by Thanksgiving. So that by Christmas, you know, you've talked about this person to someone in your family. You've talked about this person to your friend. You know what the play is. And we are on deck. Now, if you're swapping Christmas presents, you could do that. I mean, I guess that's cool. You're already like attached to this person. So that's a fair thing to do, but keep it, keep it light. Like this is not the time to break out the most sentimental, you know, handmade love of my life gift. This is the time to keep it cute. Um, don't blow the bank. I mean, unless you're buying it for me, obviously then blow the bank, but don't, you know, break your neck, putting all this thought into a cuff and season present. This is something cute. For the holiday, don't get too deep with this person for that occasion. And the next thing that's happening is New Year's Eve. I mean, really, who doesn't want to be booed up for New Year's Eve? The kissing at midnight and the good vibes and the drunk sex afterwards. I mean, yeah, that's this is what we do it for, folks. So if something is feeling like it's getting in the way of your cuff, for cuffing season, keep in mind that it's almost New Year's Eve and you want that action. The other person wants that action. Let's just, let's let it go and let it flow so that we can have a bomb ass New Year's Eve and all the days leading up to it and the days afterwards. So the next thing that happens in cuffing season is obviously Valentine's Day, which is the Super Bowl of the season. Like this is it. This is the all-star game. This is all-star weekend. This person that you've put October, November, December, and January into needs to be on point on February 14th, period. Or this whole thing was for not. Like, you could, dead ass, you could have watched TV by yourself. Honestly, you're an adult. You'll be fine. But we did all this. We put all this work into it so that no one should be single 
for Valentine's Day. I mean, yes, it's a pagan holiday, blah, blah, woo, woo, woo. Valentine's Day should be every day when you're with your partner, whatever. Fucking save it. We know what the deal is. Nobody's going to dinner alone Valentine's Day. Nothing in life is more miserable. Whether you're a happy person or not, nothing in life is like more lonely than watching everybody around you have a bomb ass Valentine's Day and you're alone. Like that, that shit just ain't fun. So hopefully the person that you chose to cuff with all season long has acted right and you guys can have a phenomenal Valentine's Day. So following Valentine's Day is like, that's where we're in renegotiation terms. How did they do? What is your Yelp review on the boo that you picked for cuffing season? Is this somebody that you want to start something with? I mean, it's been five months at this point. Is this legit or was this just seasonal and it's time to part ways? Because if it's time to part ways, things need to be done by uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is like the finale, like done, done, over it, hang it up. I mean, spring break is on the cusp. And we are all far out of college, but spring break rules are spring break rules for eternity because we get rich or get drunk trying around this house. So by spring break, if he's not acting right or she's not acting right or it's just or the relationship has simply fizzled and it's not a permanent thing. This is the time to cut it because guess what? Spring is here and it's time for new things and new beginnings. But if things went well for your cuffing season, I think, um, you know, that's that's a deal too. Like that's fun too. make it happen. See if you guys can make something work. I've seen it work both ways and I'm a fan of it both ways. However, it plays out as long as everyone is going into this open minded, knowing that they're not, you know, finding their husband or their wife. There is nothing wrong with having a bomb ass cuffing season that's what being young and single is about these are the stories that you're gonna hold on to for your entire life just be safe have safe sex be respectful to people act right get that tv package booming because i'm not a netflixer and that's it and you're gonna have a super good cuffing season i want to hear you guys cuffing season stories tell me something good email me at asia at get rich or get drunk trying dot calm and spill the tea we'll probably take a poll on my insta stories because i need to know if everybody's participating in this or is this me and just the homies that i hang around that look forward to this season so much every year now i kind of want to switch gears with you guys a little bit and talk about something a little bit more serious um you know i like to keep this show super relevant and on topic of what's going on in the world. And um, something came across my Instagram this week that was really on my mind. And it is about how uh, Rihanna turned down a $2 million offer to perform at the 2019 Super Bowl in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Now, as you know, we spoke about Colin, um, I want to say episode 16, We talked about him and Serena Williams and standing with Cap and everything that's going on with him protesting um, racial inequality and police brutality here in the States and using his platform of football to do so by kneeling during the national anthem. So um, Rihanna was offered $2 million. And this is literally, it's wild too, because the Super Bowl is literally the biggest stage in the world. Like more people watch the Super Bowl than really any other event on the planet uh not that rihanna needs 
you know, publicity, but all publicity is good publicity, they say, in the celebrity world. And it definitely can, it will never hurt your career to say that you have um, performed at the Super Bowl, unless you're Janet Jackson and a white man tries to take you down and throws you under the bus. But whatever, that's another episode. Anywho, so she turned them down. What a boss bitch move. I mean, I've always loved Rihanna. I've always been a fan of hers. And she is evolving into shit and I like truly an icon from things like her Fenty Beauty line to her lingerie line and it being so inclusive of like pregnant models and thicker models and darker models and paler paler excuse me models and models with um skin conditions and just bomb like how has no one done this before why is it taking an icon from music to become an icon in the fashion and beauty game. So anywho, she turned down this humongous offer that any artist other than her would literally kill to have. And I'm sure even her, she was thrilled to have it. But as a black woman, she had to make a stand. And I respect her so much for it. So the piggyback on that came from comedian Amy Schumer, who I'm such a huge fan of as well. I think the girl is fucking hilarious. So Amy Schumer hopped on her Instagram and applauded Rihanna's choice for standing with Cap and not just standing with Cap, but putting her money where her mouth is. A $2 million paycheck, the iconic publicity of the event, um, just saying no, like, no, I'm good. You guys are not representing what I respect. You're not treating this man right, and I'm not here for it. So Amy Schumer made a really valid point of, you know, why aren't other, she congratulated Rihanna. And then she was like, you know, why aren't other players supporting Colin, namely Caucasian players? How is it that they're so silent in something that is so, um, it's, it's a humanitarian issue in the United States and they're just ignoring it. And I think that um, she was so poignant when she was speaking about, you know, white silence is white compliance. And that's not going to be true, obviously, in every situation. But when we're talking about police brutality, when we're talking about um, African-Americans being unjustly murdered in the streets, then yes, that's what we're talking about. We It is you, your silence is telling me that you agree, period, because you're not doing anything about it. You're not saying anything about it. And um, I thought that that was really dope that she's using her platform to say that, something that white women rarely ever say, especially um, in her position. She also said that she turned down a Super Bowl, any Super Bowl offers, or she told her management team she's not interested in taking any Super Bowl commercial offers. And these are humongous seven figure checks for these people. So when you're putting your money where your mouth is, you're showing me that you believe in this cause. When you are risking so much because, you know, celebrity is a fickle game. It is a fickle stance. It does not last forever. And you could literally be on top of the world on Monday and on Tuesday be on everybody's shit list. So this is a really risky position for her to take. And, you know, it really made me respect her that much more. And it made me think about these pro athletes that date 
white women um, in a fetish type of way. Not obviously speaking on anyone who loves who they love and, you know, doesn't care about color in that way because that's how it should be. But we all know that there are many, many, many athletes, uh, regardless of the sport they play, that look at white women as a trophy. And they're not dating them for the right reasons. They're just dating them or basing the decision to date them on the color of their skin or the color of their hair being blonde or whatever this, you know, status quo crap is that they believe um, about these women being different than black women. So it made me think, where are these trophy to them, obviously trophy white women in the black lives matter movement in the protesting, the police brutality movement, stand with cap movement, when you're kneeling and you're putting your job on the line because these athletes are facing all type of fines, all type of suspensions, all type of um, money loss with uh, sponsorships and, you know, commercial businesses wanting to work with them, they are risking it all. And where are their trophy white women and Latin women in this? I'd really, really like to know. I'm super interested in knowing, like, are these women telling them not to do it? Like, don't stand with cap. Don't risk your job. Be silent. It's not happening to you. Or are these women standing with them, not just because that's their man, but because it's the right thing to do? You know, a lot of these men are dating women who voted for Trump. And they don't know and they don't talk about it or, you know, to them, they're they're 50% of this shit too. Like they're not dating this man out of true love. They're dating this man because he's black, because these are people that fetishize other races. So obviously I'm not talking about us normal folk that know better. I'm talking about people who are doing this for the wrong reason. So she's in it for the wrong reason. He's in it for the wrong reason. What is that conversation like when we get home and I stood with cap or kneeled with cap and I'm risking it all and I'm losing a contract over it. Are you leaving me? What is this conversation? What does this dinner time look like when this woman is not supporting you and you speaking out for your entire race? That's just, uh, I don't know. This was really heavily on my mind this week and I wish that there was a way to find out. I'm going to do some research and look into it. Like, what do you guys think? Like, if you guys are in it for the wrong reasons, you know, she's not really going to stand with you on this position because she's voted for Trump. She's going to vote for Trump and everything that comes with that because it's racially motivated. And, you know, that president or y'all president or somebody's president, because he's not mine, got into office from the votes of white women, period. Even though he's clearly the worst person for the job and has no respect for them or anyone else for that matter, these are the people that voted him into this position. So it's very um, shocking to me to just entertain the idea of what these conversations are like. Is your trophy, you know, Latina going to be by your side when shit hits the fan because you decided to kneel with Cap and put your livelihood and probably her livelihood if she's living off of you on the line. What is that conversation like? 
do you hate the decision that you made to date this woman when she disappears on you just for such this circumstance, you know, and it's a very small group of people. This is a niche conversation, but it definitely opens up um, discussion and seeing, you know, is it worth it? Is this, is this the queen that you really want in your life? That's not supporting you um, and your people, honest to God, like what's the scoop? What do you guys think? Let's talk about it on Instagram. Let's talk about it on Twitter. Again, it's get rich or get drunk trying podcast on all social media, Facebook, email, whatever you guys know how to reach me. I just, I, I have these things on my mind and I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. So here it is. Um, in much lighter news, it's time for our get rich cocktail of the week. You guys didn't get one uh, the past two weeks, obviously, because I was in Dubai living my best goddamn life. If you have not heard that episode, stop what you are doing, obviously, when this finishes and go back and play episode 17 and 18. But for now, with Halloween approaching, I'm in the mood for a black magic margarita. I mean, hello, like what could be more delicious than this? So let's get the recipe, guys. First, you're going to rim a rocks glass with a lime and then dip that rocks glasses rim into black sanding sugar. So this is going to take us into the Halloween level margarita. Then in a separate mixing glass and tin, you're going to combine two ounces of Don Julio, your fave. I mean, I like Blanco for this recipe. Let's not do margaritas with 1942 kids like just pro tip. But anyway, Don Julio Blanco, one ounce of triple sec and a half ounce of lime juice. Shake it really good and toss it back into the glass that you used with the black sugar rim. Then you're going to add a drop of green, red and blue food coloring. And that is what makes the margarita black. Garnish it with the lime and you're all set. I told you this one is super simple, Halloween themed great for parties, sexy vibe, and always delicious because it's a goddamn margarita. So you can't go wrong. That black magic margarita is a major key. I will link the rest of the recipe or rather the details from this recipe on the podcast notes, of course. And then because this is the get rich or get drunk trying show, of course, I got to hit you guys with a get rich tip of the week. And this one's a little bit non-traditional, uh, just because this is what's in the news and it's on my mind. But a lot of us grew up shopping at ultra mega superstore Sears. And this week Sears filed for bankruptcy. How crazy is that? If you were born in the eighties, you grew up shopping at Sears. It just is what it is. Like Sears was the original Amazon, a place where you could buy a washing machine, um, a wedding dress, um, pots and pans, anything you needed, toys, they all came from Sears. And after being in business well over 100 years, the company is going under pretty much. So um, Sears used to have like 2,000 stores and now they're down about 800 and they're going to cut 200 of those in an effort to save the company. This is a multi-billion dollar corporation that no one ever thought would go under. Um, and what that, how that ties into my get rich tip for this week is simple. And the answer to it is diversification. That's the point I'm trying to get to. Like we love Apple. We love Amazon. We love McDonald's. We love these companies, 
for our financial portfolios, but you cannot get so tied into something that you think it is impenetrable because that's what Sears has been for literally over 100 years. And now it is faltering. That stock is worth absolutely nothing. Those people that have put their entire lives and banked everything into Sears stock will wind up with nothing, nothing, zero. So put yourself in that position in, you know, I don't know, 40 years. And that could be Apple. That could be Amazon. That could be Facebook. It's, you know, Sears has been the Titanic. It's been the unsinkable ship and then it sank. It's the same concept. So the key is diversification, whether that's your stock options, whether that is your 401k options, whether that's not just having money under the mattress, but keeping some in the whip too. However you want to do it, diversify. Because if you put it all in one basket, that basket will crash and burn and you'll be left with nothing. And that really goes for any financial advice that I could possibly give to you to get rich is to diversify. Put that money in that account, but make that money do double Dutch, okay? You can't put it all in one stock option and expect that to carry you for the rest of the life, for your life, excuse me. And that could be Bitcoin. That could literally be anything. Diversify, diversify, diversify. Educate yourself, get help, and make that money move around. And you will never be in a position of these, you know, legacy Sears stockholders who are winding up with absolutely nothing. Whew, I'm worn out. I have missed you guys, and I just had so much to talk to you about today. So I will meet you here, same time, same place, and next week. For another episode of Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying, thank you so much for sticking with me again today. Don't forget to like the show, subscribe to the show, share the show, leave your notes, leave your comments, rate me, give me five stars. If it's less than that, you can fucking keep it. Just kidding. Love you guys. And I will see you on Instagram at Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying. Peace.